and we tell the whole world of the greatness of you, dear Lord, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you for joining us for another episode. This is your 14th episode. This is where fair. And this is your 14th episode. And I am your host, your primary host, Apostle Ann Kalawali. And I do um, bless God and I thank God for each of you being here to my Americans. I want to say good afternoon. I missed you all. Um, we did, um, there are people who know we have a, a lot, a few things going on, um, whatever you want to call it. And so we do take vacation and we do take sabbatical every once in a while. And we, but we did miss you. And we say to our American family that is with us and that, um, or that will tune in later. Good afternoon and, uh, welcome back. And we thank you. Um, to our Nigerian family, we say, Ekale. we say, Abawuni. and, uh, definitely, Oshe. we bless God for you. And we thank you for tuning in, uh, with us today. Again, welfare episode 14. When we left off, uh, we were um, definitely doing a, a, a three-part series, and we'll get into that. And um, we want to say, yes, the enemy has been busy, but there has been some great, great news that God has been available. And he has been a very present help in the time of trouble. So we just bless God for being our bridge over troubled waters and being a very uh present help in the time of trouble. Um a three part series. Uh we were doing on abuse and we started with episode twelve. We started with episode twelve and um it was entitled It Was Tough You Going Through It But Now Feel Better and that was uh part um well that we had part one part two and this is part three today this is our third part series or the uh three part the third part of our series on abuse uh episode uh 12 was um child molestation episode 13 was uh spousal abuse or domestic violence and um today we are on the third part and we'll reveal to you what that abuse is we're talking about today a little bit later um listen this is a great time to call in great time um to call in you can call our prayer line at 1877-842-1712 you can also reach us reach us at https colon backslash backslash welfare w-e-l-f-a-r-e period captivate uh, C-A-P-T-I-V-A-T-E period F-M and that's where you can connect with us if you'd like to connect to the website it'll send you an email back and then it will proceed to connect you to our website if you'd like to connect there um, again if you need prayer feel free to call uh, if you've got a testimony we'd love to hear it and um, if you need any kind of counsel, we prefer you make an appointment for that. But if it's an emergency, you definitely can still call in at one eight seven seven eight four two one seven one two, And one of our ministers will be standing by to talk with you. All right. So we're going to get into the show in a little while. Um, but first, we're going to have uh, Minister K. He is going to bless us with an opening prayer. Heavenly Father, the I am that I am, the creator of heaven and earth, the beginning and the end. We thank you, we worship you, we give you glory for giving us opportunity to witness another episode of welfare. Father, we thank you for everything you have done for us. We thank you for your protection. We thank you for your mercy that endure forever over us 
we give you glory, O Lord, as we will be going into this episode. Father, we pray that you will be with us in Jesus' name. Father, we pray that you will touch lives. We pray that you will save soul, O Lord. And at the end of this episode, we pray that your children will not remain the same again. We thank you. We worship you. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Amen, amen. Thank you, Minister K. We certainly appreciate you for that that uh, prayer. We will be right back in just a second um, to continue on with the ministry uh, today. Hey. Praise God. Yes, Lord. And we will continue to sing of your goodness and your mercy. And um, all right. So let's get into the show today. Now, most of you that have been following, you know, we've kind of been neglecting the the um, one million dollar questions. Um, however, they are building up and we just want to. uh take um time to go over a few of those that my uh my team my staff they have said (laughs) we got to get a few of these out and some of these are um imperative and a little saucy so um we're just going to go over those of you that remember starting back at one million dollar questions um We've been doing skits and all kinds of things. We've just been letting God lead us, which we will always do in this ministry. And so we're going to take um, a few minutes just to get go over a few. They've given me $3 million questions, so we're going to go over them briefly if we can. All right? So here we are. Uh, starts question one. It says, Apostle K, sometimes there is so much negativity in reference to each other amongst so-called leaders of Christ. What is your hot sauce on that? And that is by uh, Sister Jennifer, looks like. All right. So, Sister Jennifer, I cannot speak for other ministers. Okay, but as for myself, you know, you you know, I'm just going to be flat out honest with you. You know, one reason you will never hear me preaching against another minister. Let me tell you, I have I have at least one reason why I won't. You know why? Because the Bible says that every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation. And I, for one, being chosen by God to be an apostle of his kingdom, of his church, of building his kingdom. How would I build his kingdom if I'm destroying it at the same time? I will not be a part of that. I will not be a part of destroying the kingdom of God, nor will I be a part of dividing the kingdom of God. And that's that. But you know what? I also have a second reason that I will not be a part of that. It's because it's spiritually immature. It's spiritually immature. The word of God by itself is quick, is sharp, and is powerful than any two-edged sword. It cuts and it prunes by itself. God doesn't need my help. God doesn't need my help to get any of his people right all together. If I preach the word, if I preach the word, God will do the work. So that's my take on that. That is definitely my take on that. And I hope that answers your question, Sister Jennifer. And that is that that's my hot sauce on that okay 
All right, so now uh, we have a question for Sister James. Question number two. It says, uh, Minister K, do you believe Christians should celebrate holidays like St. Patrick's Day? Hmm. Well, that's kind of bland, bland question. But I will tell you this. I don't, I, I, I just, you know, it's not... You, you, for you, any holiday that Christians will celebrate or pe- what they people that call themselves people of God, they need to know who they're celebrating. You know that holiday is in uh, memory of Saint Patrick's, which I mean, which I believe is more is more Catholic dealing with the saints. And I would say to that, uh, you may need to research that that uh, that saint. He, he was Irish, but you should research him. You should research everything that they're celebrating with and the reason why they're doing everything. And you should definitely know uh, for a fact uh, what you're celebrating before you say. I'm going to celebrate this holiday or that holiday, you know, um, that's what I say to that. All right. Um, let's move right along so we can get into the ministry. Um, third question, third question says, um, hmm, this is minister, minister Jones, uh, apostle. And it says, uh, apostle K, what is your take on, the, the situation going on in Ukraine and uh, Russia at this time. You have prophesied about uh, Jesus' coming. What What is your view on the giving situation? Is it the end? <laughs> and they say that, uh, if you guys could see the way they wrote that, uh, they're actually being very sarcastic. Um, but... I'm I'm going to be a little serious uh, with this question and thank you, Minister Jones. Um, one thing uh, that message that uh, for those of you that have followed the show or even listening in from time to time, um, that that message that I gave um, after following New Year's that um, was a message of prophecy, and um, it. Uh, combined with a dream and revelation God had given to me with scripture I was studying at the time. Um, and I did uh, let us all know that uh, Jesus is saying prepare because he's coming. It's time to prepare for his coming for the body of Christ and for the saints of Christ. Now, I was obedient and I gave the message that God wanted me to give, whether it was taken seriously or taken uh or or not you know whether it was taken um correctly or not but i i was obedient i gave that message but uh, let me just say minister jones that in that dream uh i remember me telling you that i saw three acts of nature well the first one the first act of nature that i saw it was surrounded it just it's not coincidental to me in a serious nature what's going on because i'm just saying "Uh uh-huh Thank you, Lord. And I'm just looking and I'm just seeing uh, uh, God's uh, uh, prophecy starting to be revealed or starting to uh, come into fruition. As I said, did he say he's coming back this year? Jesus said, prepare. It's time to prepare. I'm coming. Now, one of the acts of nature that I saw was surrounded by, uh, in that dream, former Ukrainians and Russian I used to work for. I used to work for uh, Ukrainians and Russians, and um, they were in that dream in the first when the first act of nature hit. And what was going on that first act of nature were big, huge, huge. I mean, probably about the size of basketball uh, hail balls. And anyone who knows what hail balls um, denote especially in a dream, they denote calamity, they denote chaos, they denote a lot going on, and um, it also denotes that changes are coming. So now that was the first act of nature that I saw. So to me, it is it is an, a, a just a sign, what's going on in Ukraine and Russia, that God is not lying, people. It's time for us to prepare and it's time for us to prepare for his coming and not just physically. It's great. It's great. Um, and that's why I encourage everyone. I do encourage everyone also to 
watch the prophets because there are a lot of end time prophets. They definitely know what they're talking about. Um, they definitely um, are seeing and hearing things from God to let us know even more. There are a lot of apostles like myself that are heavy in um, prophecy. They have that, that spiritual gift of prophecy has been I would say is being perfected because I would like to say is um, um, if not even has been perfected and has been obtained. And so I encourage everyone. I love but myself. I love watching the prophets. I love watching the end time prophets. I love it, love it, love it because I know that they are going to um, pinpoint and compass. If those of you that um, I don't care, I mean, some people like to just hear doctrine, doctrine, but you need to be aware of the of the signs of the time. And I want to tell you, when they say that that Antichrist is coming from that area, they are not lying to you. They are not lying to you people. And uh, we need to be watching. And that's another reason why, as the body of Christ, we don't have time to be being petty with one another, attacking one another. Our house divided against itself cannot stand. We need to be attacking the enemy through the word of God. Because the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. Hey, and most of you know the rest of that scripture. I'm going to stop right there before we, we go ahead. and then, But they're not carnal. They're mighty through God. Through the pulling down of strongholds. And we must be walking fully in love. We must be fully committed to God. And we must be together. We must be together. We must be in unity as much as we possibly can. I know we're human and we all have things going on you know that flesh we want that things in that flesh loves to pop out and everything but we must try to walk in the spirit as much as possible in these last times but watch the prophets especially the end time prophets there they're saying a lot right now and then and there's a lot they're right on right on target for but um make no mistake about it this war with ukraine and russia it is just a sign of the time and those huge uh hail bars that i saw in that dream surrounding those ukrainians and russian uh that just let me know when i heard of it i said oh my god it just lets me know that that is a sign of the time and god is not playing and he is letting those are uh, uh that his prophetic messengers his prophets and his apostles those watchmen that he, he is letting them know what is going on and what is what to be looking out for and what we should be doing which is preparing spiritually and physically for his coming back all right um so that's just my spill on that i don't want to get too um much into that all right uh let's go next thing i want to tell you though while i have you on the because uh you know some people are gonna you know let me just tell you this next thing look at the trees look at the trees and if you want to know more what i mean by the trees you feel free to call me you can call us at our 1-800 number call feel free to email me some people know my email and ask me apostle what do you mean by the trees the next thing to be out on the lookout for is the trees all right okay just a second uh, we're gonna get back into the uh message oh my god let me testify Jesus, and we certainly do lift up your name today. We thank you, God, for being our Alpha and Omega and just being our all in all today. Um, uh, let's see. So when we started our three-part series on abuse, um, so some of you um, might remember the title, but for those of you that don't know it, or forgot about it while we were on our sabbatical. Um, it was it was tough you going through it, but feel better now. And um, we have part one again. I'll repeat those, which was on child molestation, and then 
part two was on uh, domestic abuse or spousal abuse and then uh this is part three um on our abuse series and today we're going to be talking about uh i'll give it to you in just a second all right but i want you all to go with me quickly now to the uh to go with me to john the 19th chapter and uh the 26th and 27th first All right, so that's John 19, and we're going to just take verses 26 and 27. And it reads, When Jesus therefore saw his mother and the disciples standing by whom he loved, he said unto his mother, Woman, behold thy son. Then saith he to the disciple, Behold thy son mother all right i need all the young people that are listening today i need you to text or email me at this time and if you would say it to yourself say my mother say my mother all right and all the elderly people or any of our senior citizens that are listening today i need you to text or email and i know you guys don't like Electronic, so you can just say, say my son, say my son, say my son, praise God, praise God. And if you haven't gotten it yet, today we're going to be talking about elderly abuse. That's what we're going to be teaching about. Again, this is a teaching, not a preaching. I do preach sometimes, and that's totally different, but I'm teaching uh, this message. All right, um, let's go um, to some backgrounds about elderly abuse. It is our third abuse we're going to be covering. There's more we could talk about, but we're going to stop right here at elderly abuse. All right. And it's these statistics, they're coming from the National Council of Aging. So you all know, I want you to know that approximately one in 10 Americans age 60 and above, they have experienced elderly abuse. Isn't that sad? Yeah. That, that, that's very sad. Right. And then. Almost all perpetrators are family. That almost made me cry when I when I saw that. That's just that's really sad. Okay, so almost perpetrators are family, and then two thirds of perpetrators are usually adult children or spouses. Yeah, and I, and, and we're sure. Yeah, I know some of you that are listening are like, you know. That's tough. Yeah, and it is. All right. So most vulnerable, those those senior citizens and, and, and um, our loved ones that are most vulnerable are those that suffer from dementia, like diseases like dementia, Alzheimer's, um, any type of um, illnesses that will deal with their mental impairment or that will isolate them. Even um, those that are blind, you know, those are the most vulnerable uh, senior citizens or elders. Uh, uh, my Nigerians that would receive or or suffer from elderly abuse. Okay, and um, last thing I want to tell you um from the National Council of Aging is that elderly abuse it destroys the dignity, the security, and in some cases even the lives of our senior citizens or our elders i need all of my elders to say lord help my son and lord help my son yep let's pray it and then all of my younger people all of the teens even down to 40s um please say lord help my mother lord help my mother amen praise god all right so now let's go um Let's see what the Bible says about this. I need everybody to go with me to Matthew 19 and 19 at this time. See what the Bible says about it. Alright. So Matthew 19 and 19 says, Honor thy father and thy mother, and thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. 
Okay, so we want to lift up the word honor. We want to lift up the word honor for a second. Let's look at that word honor because God here, God is telling us to honor thy father and thy mother. Jesus has given us um, a commandment and the funny thing about it. I know you all don't like that word funny. But the coincidental thing about it is he's giving two commandments right there together. He's giving these two commandments and he's giving them in conjunction of one another. Hey, like the two are dependent on one another. Let's look at that again. Matthew 19, 19 says, Honor thy father and thy mother and thou shalt. Love thy neighbor as thyself. If you read it, those of you that have your Bible, honor thy father and thy mother, colon. Hey, which means this is the subtitle now. When you when you put that in on a title, which means this is the subtitle, which means this is in lieu of this. And thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Okay, so, th- so we definitely know here. The fact that Jesus is telling us to honor our father and our mother, we know that it is in conjunction to, that it rests on the fact that it is it is required to be to to actually for us to fulfill the commandment to love our neighbor as ourselves. Hey, but you gotta look at it. I hope you guys are looking with me reading. Now let's take up that word. Let's highlight that word honor. Let's highlight that word honor just for a second, and let's go to the verb form of honor because this isn't an action. That Jesus is telling us to do. This is an action that Jesus is telling us to do. So if he's telling us to honor. Let's go. Let's see what he's telling us actually to do. It says we need to be regard. Regard with great respect. So we need to be regarding them with great respect. Okay. Now if we regard them with great respect. Some of you may say okay. So I'm going to regard with great respect. But what does that mean? You know, I still don't get it. I don't get it, Apostle. What exactly is that saying? What is that meaning? Okay, I know to honor something, how to honor something, how to reverence my mother and father. Hey, if I, if it, 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 it. You know, uh, we're going to get into that. But some people might feel, well, I do certain things because that, that means that I, I, but it doesn't mean that I don't honor them. I do honor them. But let's go into, to, guard, to regard with great respect. That has another form. That goes into another synonym. That has another meaning. Has anyone ever thought, where else do you see to regard with great respect? Do you re- regard God with great respect? If for those of us that are believers, do you regard Jesus with great respect? What do you do? And since you admire him, if you regard God with great respect, hey, because the beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord. If you regard him with great respect, if re- you regard Jesus with great respect, guess what? Many of us, oh, because why? Some people would say, well, why do you regard Jesus with great respect? Oh, you really regard Jesus with great respect because he came and he died for our sins and he saved our soul and he saved us from this and that. Why do you regard God with great respect? Because he's the creator of everything, right? There is wisdom there, and there is also uh, a, an earned respect there. But what do you do when you regard something with great respect? You also, if you regard God with great respect, you regard Jesus with great respect, you also admire them. And many, many people that know all my Spanish listeners or Latino know even the word in Spanish, amore, what does it mean? Which is very, very similar to admire. It means to love. It means to love. It means to love. Some people say, I am more, or, and there's different forms of that verb, how you can, to a, you know, you can chop it up and, and edit, but to admire in almost any language means to love, right? To love. So it means to love. So there is no, here we can see in Matthew 19, 19, it's not, you know, it's no coincidence. It's not, uh, it's not um, a fairy tale. It's not funny. It's not. It's not. Uh, it's not unusual that Jesus would say, "Honor thy father and thy mother." Colon. If you're given a title, if you're gonna do a workshop, if you're gonna do anything, guess what? You might say, "Okay, to um, uh, those the the those that believe the believer circle." Colon, those that love the Lord, you know, uh, this type of um, conference, you know, when we teach, sometimes we say, okay, we're going to talk about this, you know, 
You know, you might uh, even down to the point when I was teaching astronomy, the stars of the solar system and colon. You know, um, and, and you might say, oh, the fires that burn in our universe, you know, or you can do it other way, the fires that burn in our universe and then colon the stars of the universe, right? Okay, if I'm teaching math, I might say, you know, um, well, let me see something you can talk about. You might say, uh, well, the different, um, the different, uh, the arithmetic operations. And then you might have adding, subtracting, division. That's why when Jesus says, honor thy father and thy mother, there's a colon, there's a colon in the word of God. And then it says, and thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. He put it together because that lets us know that the fact that we are honoring our mother and father, that we should honor our father and mother, guess what? Guess what? There's no way you're going to honor your mother and father unless you love that, your neighbor as yourself and vice versa. They go hand in hand. Alright? So if we if we love our neighbor, we're going to honor our, honor our elders, right? That's what Jesus is saying here. And if we love Jesus, we're going to honor him. How are we going to honor him? We're going to honor him by keeping the commandments. And this commandment to honor our father and our mother is one of his commandments. But it rests. If we go to Matthew uh, 23 when it says uh, these two, two commandments. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. This is the second commandment. The first is to love God Almighty with all your heart and soul. Your God. And then two is love thy neighbor as thyself and on these two commandments rest all the law if you don't do this you're not keeping all the law and jesus is making it clear here he's making it clear all right and um so definitely the fact that we need to honor our mother and our father now well you say apostle now how does that relate to uh elderly abuse now i know i'm supposed to honor my mother and father but i still don't you know i'm not following you what is all right well i need you all to go with me i need everyone to go with me to mark 3 and 33 Okay, so Mark 3, um, 33 and 34. And he's, he answered them saying, Who is my mother or my brethren? And he looked round about on them, which said about him and said, Behold, my mother and my brethren. All right. So we know that Jesus said, Honor thy mother and father. But what did that have to do with elderly abuse? Jesus said, Who is my mother? Who is my mother and who is my brother? Well, in, in, in Mark 33, excuse me, in 3 and 33 and 4, I'm here to let you know today that every elder you see, every woman that's an elder, that is your mother. Jesus said, behold my mother. Those right here in front of me, if they're in a need, if they need something from you, you see an elderly, that person that can use a hand, that's your mother. Likewise, for an elderly man, you might see, that's your father. Jesus said, those who are in need of me, these people need a word from the Lord. These people need, need to know the knowledge of the Lord. He was preaching. If you don't know the background of Mark 3, 33 and 34, it's not the only gospel that denotes this, uh, this, this uh, episode or, or scenario that happened. And, and Jesus was preaching and his mother and his brother, they showed up and they were saying, well, my master got to be urgent. The disciples, they, they want to see you. It's urgent. And Jesus said, these people, they need the word of God. They need something from me. They need deliverance. They need healing. He said, these are my mother. Hey. All right. And, and, and my brother. So definitely, if you want to... Um, if you wonder why you have the uh, you have the responsibility, the responsibility is on you for making sure you treat elders and senior citizens right. 
this thing about the word of God. The word of God tells you to honor your father and your mother. And, and uh, just because you didn't come out of these people, just because you didn't come from their loins, just because they didn't birth you, they are your mother. They are your neighbor. It works hand in hand. All right. Um, one thing I want to bring up here in, in uh, contingent with uh, elderly abuse. Uh, one thing that I want to mention here. Uh, a lot of things, a lot of this is going on for those that are CNA workers. Those that are caregivers. And someone just sent um, into the show a comment, nurses. And I had, you know, nurses, I wouldn't even think of, but it is true. Some are even nurses, your lower level nurses that they are sitting room. So when you go into care, uh, those of us that are people of God, and if you're, not, if you're not a member of God or the household of faith, I encourage you to get right with God because you got to know. You gotta, you gotta know. This is your mother. This is your father that you're caring for. We gotta, we gotta stop this. It's just as bad as any other abuse we have covered. We gotta stop this, because this is our mother and our father that we are abusing, and it's not right. It's not right in the sight of God, you know. And if you are caring for a elderly person, you know, years ago I had the privilege to do CNA work for just a small time in my life. I did CNA work and I even did um, caregiver work where uh, I was, but a lot of people, you know, I, I've heard a lot of stories about nursing homes and you know, but I've only worked in a nursing home. I think it was a matter of months. Most of what I did was private care. You know, people that, uh, uh, children that were trusting me in their home of elderly parents, they were just busy working all the time. And you see things go on from other staff. You know, you, you see things go on. And there are people that they forget, they lose their mind. They're forgetting the fact that, hey, they're going to get old one day. You know, they're gonna somebody's going to have to take care of them one day. But I want to let you know today that when you're caring for a mother, when you're caring for an uh, elderly woman, when you're caring for a father, you're caring for your mother. Jesus said, this is my mother. This is my father. And we're going to see a little bit later on down the line. We're going to see even when Jesus gave uh, attributed um, the care of. Let's see if we have that scripture with us today. But if not, we can always get it. But um, Jesus always get, he attributed the care of his own birth mother to another disciple. We know when Jesus was hanging on the cross. We already, we already know. So you, when you care for these elderly mother, their child may not be around. Their child is giving you the care. You, you got to do them right. Especially if you call yourself a born-again Christian of God. If not, you need to get to know Jesus. And part of care is neglect. So you can neglect them too. You might not be hitting them. You might not be treating them unfairly. You might not be... Uh, 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 you know, rolling them over when you change their diaper, whatever. You might not be hurting them when you're doing that. But if you're neglecting to feed them, if you're neglecting to do something for them, it's just as bad. It's abuse. It's abuse. And that's why if we go back to the statistics of elderly abuse, when it says that some some uh, parents or even uh, uh, elderly, they're even losing their lives. They're even losing their lives. Behind this elderly abuse. And that's a shame. And we ought to be ashamed in our society. Whether we know Jesus or not. We ought to be very ashamed of it. That we do not value our elderly people. You know there are times. There are times oftentimes now. And um, uh, don't get me wrong. I was uh, one in, in earlier years. I don't, Not really just maybe neglect. Or, or just not really thinking of the situation in fullness but I tell you what now every chance God gives me if I see an elderly having an issue with something they might be behind me they might be in front of me walking slow going in a place but I tell you what if God give me the opportunity I open that door for them I treat them with the respect that they are supposed to have I'll let them go first sometime in front of me. I'll go let them go first a lot of times if I see them in line. Which brings me to uh, one, uh, you know, I just thought of something. There was one incident in the, the airport. Um, 
this was maybe some months ago and there was this elderly lady that her daughter had put her covid test on a phone like a android or iphone or something and she had saved it there and she had packed some other papers she was going to need the lady was traveling internationally so you know she needs for those of you that travel internationally you know you need covid tests you need this and that was before even the vaccine i believe so you needed to present all that and that lady you know she was in you know she was receiving um wheelchair care you know in the in the airport and they would bring wheelchair but the tsa they wouldn't let her go until she showed certain documents and she was just she was really uh in disarray and um so i saw her and immediately when i saw her you know what i said I said that's my mother i said let me go help this woman you know sometimes things that god give you do they may not be great but you know what in your in our eyes but i'm telling you they're they're huge in the eyes of the lord and i said that's my mother let me go over here and help her and i went to the lady and she was telling my daughter she had put all this stuff where i could get it and i just don't know how to work this phone and i got some papers in here she was trying to get a passport just lady no it was too much on her it was just too much she was just you know she just she was elderly she wanted to take her time and there's a lot of things we're doing now that they're not even used to you know so i told her i said let me see the phone i can get it for you and she showed me or tried to give me guidance where the daughter put it and i said it's probably in your files went in there i was able to pull that up for her show that the tsa and get some more documents she needed out of the bag that her daughter had it wrapped up in and and um one of the gym tsa guys said you just gone and wheel her on the on the plane and i thank god that he blessed me that day to be a blessing to my mother that was my mother even though that was not my birth mother that was my mother and that lady she would have been there for a while none of the other people in that line they were so busy worried about trying to get on that plane themselves and i'll tell you the blessing in that because i didn't even see that after by the tsa guy telling me after we got her paper to go ahead and wheel her i was on the plane before half those people that weren't paying the lady no mind they were trying to get on the plane i was on the plane before any of them that god will bless you you know in one way or the other if we seek our heart to follow him all right so another thing you know uh that i like to do and this just happened just recently i there was a if you're in any kind of line if you're in any kind of line you see an elderly person behind you i got cursed out about this just recently <laughs> I, but i didn't even care because i said i'm i'm of age i can handle it you know but i got cursed out by a younger man he was with his girlfriend that my mother again she was trying to get in line there was an elderly woman trying to get in the line ahead of ahead of me and uh as we were boarding and um the uh i, t- I told the lady i said you go ahead go ahead because i said let me let my mother go ahead and this uh, this time this particular time a young gentleman behind me he got he got mad about it and he cursed me out but that's okay i let my mother go ahead because i wasn't worried i could deal with him you know so anytime i say all that to say uh, especially to people of my age if you're younger even the better when you see an elderly person it's our responsibility to make sure we do something to accommodate them okay now there's another point that i want to bring up while in this message now a lot of people say okay yeah well honor mother and father and uh, somebody said this and it's true you know they said well a lot of elders will take occasion to mistreat us you know because they feel like they're they're older or whatever let's go to colossians 3 and uh 20 on this message for that let's go to Let's go to Colossians 3 and 20. All right. And it reads, it says, Children, obey your parents in all things, for this is well-pleasing unto the Lord. That's us. So all the sons and daughters say, that's us. That's us right there. All right. Now let's skip on down to 21st, 20, to the 21st. Let's go on down to the 21st verse. And now this is for all our elders, my Nigerians, and to all my America. This is for all our seniors or what we call senior citizens. Fathers, 
Provoke not your children to anger, lest they be discouraged. And that clearly states, because now in the, I remember in the nursing home and places, certain places and seeing it, you see a lot of that going on too. I mean, you see some elders and seniors, they so mean or bitter with how life worked out for them. They just take it out on, uh, on, uh, you know, whatever they went through. Like they'll take it out on young people. And so now, now in, for that, that's a, definitely a scripture. That we can apply to that and that can teach us. And that we know, uh, my elders, as much as we love you, doesn't give you an occasion to abuse us or mistreat us either. Because God is telling you here to not provoke us lest we be discouraged, okay? Alright, so that covers that. Um, I want to, um, just as we wrap up here, I just want to, let's go on back to our statistics. Remember in our statistics when... Uh, we we found by the National uh, Council of Aging when we found that elderly abuse it destroys our mothers and our fathers their dignity okay it destroys their security and in some cases even their lives right Let's deal with those things a bit. All right. How does it destroy our mothers and our fathers' dignity? Well, if you got a young person over you and they're changing your diaper, are they coming to feed you? They're pushing the, 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 well, let's go to here first. They're changing your diaper. And they're saying all kind of things. You can't even get up and go to the bathroom yourself. You know? Uh, we had one lady in nursing home. We were I mean, we knew she was nasty to the clients, and I pitied anybody that had her. You know, she did talk all kind of. You can't get up and go to the bathroom for yourself. There was one lady that was blind, and there was a lady that used to just. I mean, as far as any kind of verbal abuse. I mean, can that lady, that elderly, help that she went blind? Even if she could, she's blind and she's old. So what? And the lady would just pure, just purely harass her with her mouth. And definitely, if you had all that going on and you're an elderly, you're a senior citizen or you're an elder, definitely your dignity is taken from you. So that's how it destroys their dignity. What about security? Well, now let's go to the shoving of the food in the mouth, uh, letting them sit there in feces, not feeding them. Uh, any kind of just, just slapping them, hitting them. Do you would you feel safe? I don't care if you were in a caregiving home. Would you feel safe? No, you wouldn't. So then our elderly people they don't feel safe. What about if they're not in a home and um, say if they're in a private in their own private home or they have if children or or spouses caring for them and they're mistreating them or neglecting them, they don't feel safe. Okay. Now let's deal with neglect. On this third one, let's deal with neglect a lot. Okay. And we know the third statistics was even their lives, even their lives sometimes in some some elderly. This abuse even affects their life. How so? More so through neglect. We know it's got neglect because if you're dealing, if you say you're providing care for an elderly person, maybe that's the diabetic or they have one, I mean, they have fatal illnesses that you may be having to, there's certain things you have to do at certain periods of time to keep that illness from taking uh, control of them, to take that, keep that illness from advancing to a point where it can take their life. If you, um, which, you know, the person that sent in nurses, if you're a nurse, if you're a CNA, if you are in a position, even a child or a spouse, and you do not, you neglect to do that thing, which would help keep that illness from advancing, and that senior citizen or elderly person dies from it, yes, that's how it can, even in some cases, you have affected their life. That's how elderly abuse. So this is a this is a serious problem, and it's sad. It's sad, and it's very distasteful. Distasteful that it's going on in our society, right? It is. So that's why those of us that are born again Christians, we can definitely 
we can definitely see God and and apply the wisdom of God when God told us to honor our our father and honor our mother because without this we're not if we can't do this we're not loving our neighbor because they're our neighbors so as I encourage everyone today as we wrap up this message honor your mother and your father because this is the love that God would have us display as Christians. Who is your mother and father? Jesus said, this is, behold, this is my mother and my brother. That's what Jesus said. Behold, he even gave his mother at the time of his death to the disciples. He said, behold, this is your, your behold your mother and mama, behold your son. So every elder you see walking around here, that's your mother and that's your father. We need their wisdom. We need them here on the earth. They deserve the respect. And they deserve to feel safe. If you know someone. Or if you yourself. Are guilty of. Being a part of elderly abuse. And I'll say this to anyone. If you are tired. Because everybody not cut out to do the work. Of a CNA. Or to be a nurse for elderly people. And if you are not happy with your profession. You, there's plenty of professions out there. Go find something. There's plenty of trades out there. Go find something else to do. Because everybody don't have the calling to wait on or care for or be a caregiver or wait on other people. Everybody don't have it. And there's a lot of this elderly abuse is, is, is happening through uh, those that don't, you know, people are frustrated. They're frustrated and they don't like their job. And in this case... In caregiving, uh, those that uh, are nurses that that attend to elderly people, as well as uh, as well as CNA work. In this case, you have someone's mother and father in your hand who is actually, through the word of God, your mother, and your father. So I end this message by calling away. If you need prayer, anybody need prayer on these things or want to talk to someone or get counseled on this, feel free to call our line. We do have, not only are we ministers and uh, licensed ministers and certified ministers of God, we also do have degrees in psychology here and we'll be more than other uh, social uh, uh, fields. So we'll be more than happy to discuss and to talk with you on this um, uh, subject and topic and give you counsel, but we w- would prefer an appointment. We would. Um, with that concludes our message today. It was tough you going through it, but I want you to feel better. Everybody feel better now. Uh, elders, my elders, we want you to feel better. Our mothers and fathers, we want you to feel better. Lord, help our mothers and Lord, help our sons and our daughters and Lord, help us. All right. And just a second, give us just a moment. Uh, we will be back uh, with a uh the prayer of salvation those of you that want to come to jesus there's no better time than the day great protection at great low rates Praise the Lord, and those of you, um, if you're suffering from elderly abuse, if you are a perpetrator of elderly abuse, um, if none of that's going on and you just feel like it's time, 
Um, if you can see the signs of the time, and if you realize that it's late in the evening, and if you realize you need to come to Jesus Christ, if you'll follow me in the prayer of salvation, we certainly will lead you to him. And those of you that are coming to Christ, please repeat after me. Heavenly Father, we come to you in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, today. Jesus, I confess I am a sinner. I repent of all my sins to you. I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I invite you into my heart today and into my life today. I pray that you will come in, that you will wash me clean and make all things new. I give myself to you and I surrender to your will today. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. If you have prayed that prayer today, you are now born again Christian. Please, please stay tuned. Uh, we are going to, my husband, uh, Minister K, will be coming um, in just a second. He wants to do a covering prayer over you, especially if you have just given your life to Christ. But um, all of everyone that's been listening, we definitely want to cover you. Just, just a second, we'll be right back. mention one thing and we have found our fourth ministry tool it is a book entitled emergency prayers by deborah pegas and i was supposed to mention it at the beginning of the show and i forgot um too much time on vacation <laughs> um but uh, we have found it uh it is uh those of you that watch the marilyn and sarah show i believe they're prophets but i'm not quite sure they may just be evangelists but there's um nothing hey everyone is the same every minister is the same in god's eyes so um i i, I just want to let you know that um uh that uh we do have um our fourth ministry uh, tool, and it is by Deborah Pegas, and I hope I'm saying her name right. They, um, the Marilyn and Sarah show, it has come from these ladies. Somebody, I'm sure somebody will correct me if I'm wrong. They may be evangelists, um, but 
I, I do believe that they're prophets and I could be wrong. But anyway, it uh, uh, we need immediate deliverance sometimes. So I know it's going to be blessing to all of us, uh, but we'll be getting those and buying those by the book and getting those out to you. We have received a lot of the books and resources, so they will be getting out as well. God bless you until the next time. This is Fair episode 14.